Hello and welcome to the Property Roundup here on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon, the show where we chat to industry experts to get a view on activity on the ground and to learn about new trends emerging. This show is sponsored by DAF.ie, Ireland's most visitor property website. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Emma Gill and Claire Glynn of Property Partners, Gill and Glynn. And uh, would it be fair to call you maybe the newest office in Ireland, the newest property brand in Ireland? I suppose that's true, yes. Newest partnership than you is. Very good. So let's talk about this. So, you know, as I've introduced you both as property partners, Gil and Glynn, but this is a coming together of two well-known brands. So you might just talk to us a little bit. Um, So, Emma, you might start there and tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, um, so I set up um, business there in 2009 initially um, in the depths of depression, <laughs> depths of recession, should I say. Um, but I came back from uh, Australia and um, yeah, just decided I had left. I was actually working for Sherry Fitzgerald before I left and I had left to travel Australia for a year. And when I was over on the beach, I decided, no, my home was Ireland and I was coming back to set up a business. So I actually originally set up as a rental agent in 2009, which was a very busy time for rental for sure. And there was probably on our books at that time, 40 to 50 odd rental properties, which is the absolute opposite extreme today. And so I set up the rental agent and then I quickly applied for my license. And my dad actually, my granddad was an auctioneer. And so my dad was very interested and was reading the, the newspapers at the time. He said that there was you know, by getting their license and going out and get, getting the license in court to that and that I should drive on and get that now, even though I had no intention at the time of going to sale agent at that time. Quickly decided then that, yes, I would be, I would, uh, once I got my license, I was set up and I would, did the course and I was going to uh, follow on with sales and that. So um, it's obviously taken a, a complete turn and we're a full uh, sales agent and we're very much straight afterwards, really. And then in 2016, I joined Property Partners. So I was property partners Emma Gill till from from then until now, and uh, yeah, basically I've been working with Claire since two thousand with the last three years, and we we actually met um through work environment ten years ago, and I was a partner with her through Connick Properties Auctions through I'm Sold, and she was my partner agent at the time, and yeah, we clicked very gone well very well, and uh, I was disappointed actually when she um went off to another place, and basically. Um, we I was very much you know we worked very well and we kept very kept very close friendships since then and obviously um kept in touch in the working environments we were both in both in our own working environments so we kept very much in touch and yeah she started three years ago and since then it has grown um uh, extensively as our relationship has as well and we decided that listen we're better together. I I love that it really talks not just about the the testament to relationships but kind of the longevity that actually sometimes these things you can't rush into them Claire you might just give us a little bit about your background yes of course so um, I would have graduated from LIT in 2009 in the real estate course and uh, became licensed and I suppose I would have had a, a sniff of the boom times in 2007 on my year's work placement so I continued then to work in agency um, started out actually with the residential sales and lettings and did some commercial um, and professional services and valuations also over the years. And similarly to Emma, headed abroad as well, worked with Buxton Real Estate then in Melbourne, Australia for a year. So that was uh, 
interesting and different. So uh came back then and started with the auction platform I Am Sold, who I believe you interviewed on your own show just a few weeks ago. And uh, hence then Relationship profession started with Emma at that stage. And uh, it progressed from there. So, yeah, thankfully, look, I certainly admire and always have Emma professionally and personally. And uh, we just always knew we, we have a, a similar mentality. And thankfully, she's uh, very open and progressive. Um, and look, we are where we are now, thankfully, because of that. Um, you know, one thing we've been talking about, on uh, we've really focused in the last year or so on the business of a state agency, um, you know, I, and my focus is always very much on the technology side. And sometimes I have to be prompted to remember the human side and the relationship side. And when I saw uh, you both coming together, it, it was a real reminder of how that can be a much more powerful driver. When we talk about business model innovation, all we're still getting down to that human level and the people. So um, prior to coming together, would you have positioned yourselves as competitors? No, not at all, actually. Um, we always had a good working relationship. Even when we weren't working directly together, we'd bounce things off one another. And I think, you know, business is very tough, as you know. And, you know, it's great to have someone that has your back, be it the days things don't go to plan, that they pick you up or give you, you know, a steer as to, well, you could, you know, try this you know and sometimes everyone needs that so it's what makes it work you know and I think you just touched on it there like you know it's better together as in it's more an expansion and look at don't get me wrong when this initially started this and I had these conversations don't get me wrong I quivered a little bit going oh my god my my little name my property partners Emma Gill I've built it over the years from 2009 and essentially I'm dropping my Emma and uh, dropping uh, dropping in the Glen. And like jumping around, those had like I was I've I've been questioned by a few people personally and and business wise as well. There's actually a few people that has approached me, you know, with similar aspects of, you know, uh, they've had uh, it's a, it, an option to do that within their business and what you know what's my recommendation on it. And like I suppose one day Claire said to me, "Don't look at it as giving up. Give look look at it as an expansion." And it's so true. Like it's it's where we are better together and. I definitely think in this world and you know and thankfully things are improving please god but like from uh it's very good from the, uh, women as well to see women standing together and um like I, the, the night we had there last week is only a glimpse of the support that we've achieved like we had over 100 people in the room and hide we all had an absolutely gr- brilliant night Too and, good. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's just about fantastic as well and we, we became now now it's i suppose it was nerve-wracking at the start and now it has become let's just celebrate it and let's embrace it and it's there's just been a really wide support about it like and we've got like I got calls I'm still getting calls and congratulating calls and it's just it's lovely to see and it's lovely for it's look it's a great it's it's brilliant that we've we've done it and we're happy delighted do, do you know I, I actually think that's a lovely way to position it though that you're not giving up something and uh, that mm. you're really expanding you're expanding the potential of it so in the spirit of expansion what can property partners Gil and Glynn do that maybe separately and independently might have taken longer to achieve so what are the ambitions now for kind of 2024 and 2025 and so yeah growth is the huge thing and we're both living in different and diverse areas we both have different connections uh business connections personal connections and um, we both tried to want to enhance on all of that. So we have an office. Um, my I grew up in Ballinrobe where I started my first office. 
And that will be that we have an office there and we've opened up in Headford office, which Claire has been probably fully managing um, from day dot. Actually, we opened that up in uh, April 2021. So um, I suppose the the growth is now like she's also from Claire Galway. I'm now living in Cambridge. I'm married um, um, a husband who my husband, obviously, um, and I'm now um, moved to Cambridge. So we we cover a wide area of connections and we have a third office now as well in Galway. So we've three offices, locations, and we just tend to thrive on those locations. And um, we look at it, 2023 was a great year for us. Um, what are we expecting for 2024? Uh, probably if, if January is anything to go by, an absolute complete growth. Um, we've uh, numerous instructions there and have hit the ground running really for January, thank God. Fantastic. And I mean, when you talk about your catchment area from Mayo coming down at Galway, just yesterday I was reading about the stats on Galway's uh, high-end residential market. And um, there's it, it, 2023 was a really good year for high-end property in Galway. So talk to us a little bit about the marketplace and uh, not necessarily the geography, but um, in terms of your sellers, who's selling and maybe the, the pipeline of buyers that you have for 2024. Um, so what's happening locally? We might start in the in Mayo because we don't talk about uh, in Ballinrobe there because we don't talk about um, that part of the country <laughs> often enough. So what's happening up there at the moment? Will I take this one? Yeah. So basically, I suppose in Ballinrobe, um, there's a huge catchment area. You know, we cover from Termacady to borders with Headford, which is the, the Goa Mayo border, if you like. And uh, Ballinrobe itself, I suppose, has a population of just over 3,000 people. And at the moment, I suppose, there's just 14 houses on the market, uh, which includes areas that pulls in Shrewd, Glencarb, etc. And I know of two or three offhands that are actually already sale agreed. So the market there is performing quite well, in fairness. Um, the pool of sellers is relatively mixed. Um, we manage over almost 100 rental properties there. And we have found a lot of our existing landlords have decided to leave the market for various reasons. Um, some finding that, look, they're going to get exceptional capital values at this time, given how strong the market is performing. Others because of red tape and the fear of an alternative government and additional red tape. Um, so I suppose we have quite a few rental properties that will be leaving and notices, unfortunately, issuing to tenants, which is very difficult to do for both, in some cases, landlords and ourselves. So I suppose that's a, a big pool of, I suppose, a nice strand of supply that's coming through from that. And then you will have people who are kind of upsizing and downsizing and uh, relocating, you know, the usual and some probates. So we've quite a few uh, probate sales, I suppose, in that area as well. So a fairly diverse mix. Um, yeah. You know, it, um, all of the offices benefit from that, as in, I suppose, that would be one of the main benefits that we'd have for the Ballinrobe office in particular, is benefiting off the Headford and Goway office. And it's, um, it's the, you know, the... Um, locations has changed like immensely like we'd have people that were on our goal with crm basically looking at properties now in ballon road and that commuting area and look we all know the covid did that too and a lot of people work from home but the commuting aspect of it is huge and we would have a, a lot of people we'd sell a lot of our properties via 
nearly the go-way office of people realising that their budget is that bit smaller and then, you know, going going down as far as Headford and then maybe Ballinrobe. So, yeah, that that's, as we all know, has changed like immensely in the last few years. Yeah, the remote working is really changing um, the dynamics of rural Ireland. Um, and one thing actually that I, I've noticed a lot um, is that in the commentary, sometimes there's there's a tendency to think that people are only moving into the rural for affordability. Whereas actually, I think uh, in addition to greater affordability, you know, there's a quality of life conversation that's happening now that maybe wasn't happening to the same extent prior to COVID. And they're really interesting dynamics for the the marketplace but um just just something i want to pick up on there is around landlords leaving you know every estate agent that i speak to in every part of the country i'm always trying to find some glimmer of hope you know is there anybody new coming into the market because landlords leaving yes that's new supply for home buyers who are looking to to enter but our rental market is just becoming increasingly dysfunctional in absolutely every part of Ireland. There's just no exception to this. So are you seeing any new entrants who want to to uh, become landlords or want to extend their portfolios? There's a very small, um, trick, I suppose, trickle of investors out there. Uh, two or three years ago, that would be much stronger. Um, it's more of an exodus unfortunately um but there are some buying and pension funds for example for tax benefits um you know but they're they're few and far between but they're out there it's the small numbers. pension funds pension funds but you know but besides that yeah it's it is very very little and unfortunately as Claire just mentioned it's more of the exit we're getting the particular January than people made decisions come December that they've they have to let go this year and have started their notice of terminations and yeah unfortunately we are busy getting those notices of terminations out at the moment do you know um you're the second estate agency that we've interviewed in the first couple of weeks of the year and you're the second to talk about that so that this this might just be the year of 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 that and i i hope not but unfortunately it does seem to be the case is there is there even a slight difference there in terms of the Galway market because you know you've got you've got the student accommodation demand you've got a, a stronger rental market in Galway city would you I think see the, any difference I think people the landlords were holding out initially for the wondering what was going to come out in the budget and quite frankly I don't think it was enough to keep people um, uh, you know, on on that, so that they are leaving. Is it different in the Galway? Um, there is more pool of people from the accommodation side. There is definitely, you know, you'd have obviously slightly more investors on that side of things, um, than you would down towards our Ballinrobe office. But in essence, not enough, not enough, enough to keep. Yeah. You know, and that just seems to be kind of the the nationwide message. Um, in terms of new homes, again, you're covering a really large area between um County Mayo and County Galway. You know, even outside of the city, um, have we any reasons to be optimistic around the pipeline of new homes? Uh, unfortunately, there's has been no new developments in Ballinrobe in the last twelve, thirteen years. Um, with the exception of the odd one-off home. Um, similarly, there was one development all right in Headford, and there was strong demands. But I think the the profit margins just aren't there in some cases for builders. I was actually speaking to a client during the week, and he's assessing a site at the moment, feasibility wise. So hopefully, it might come to fruition. But uh, I wouldn't be overly hopeful either. 
Right. So in terms of the pipeline of buyers, like where's the activity coming from? Um, because, they, I mean, look, we, we know the problem if you don't have new supply coming on onto the market, you know, on first time buyers, they do like their their new homes, but also they're being very well incentivized by the state to look towards new homes. But yet the catchment area and, and I know I'm living in rural, rural Galway, so I'm very familiar with um the absolute uh, there. There are so many vacant and derelict properties that that the properties themselves, if they be could become available, might be subject to um the vacant and derelict homes grants. Is this an area of interest? Are you seeing many inquiries on this? We did initially, and we did have a good few properties actually. And they, in fairness, they were they've definitely improved the buying, you know, the buy the buying pool of people in that. Um, is it the first time buyers? Uh, not in our not in our opinion really because, um. The problem is with that grant, well, obviously, you have a lot of criteria that you have to meet, but I suppose the big thing would be for me is that you have to spend it first. You have to, um, you know, they have to have that fund, that funding first, and then they get it back. Like people don't have that spare amount in, in the, uh, by the time they, they buy, the, buy the actual property and then do up the property. So is it a first time buyer? Is it ticking that box? Probably not. But has it ticked the box of getting some of these derelicts off the market? Absolutely. And we'd we'd have sold a lot of these in the past in the past year in particular. Yeah, you know, um, my my co-hoster occasionally uh, from Daft.ie is Emmett Creighton, and he always has a focus on uh, how we're generating new business. So I know if he were on the call today, he'd be, you know, he'd be talking about um when you talk about your growth expectations for 2024, you know, looking at the marketplace as it is, accepting government policy as it is, particularly around the rental market, you know, what is your strategy for growth? How are you going to grow the business knowing the conditions are as they are for 2024 and there's not a huge amount that's likely to change? Yeah, I'll take this. So basically, um, Auctioneering is evolving all the time and, uh, you know, it changes every week and we have bi-week meetings and then we have weekly meetings within office where we have to keep the staff up to date and ourselves up to date. And our always our key thing is the service that we provide. So there's always going to be properties out there and it's about getting a certain percentage of those properties. So I suppose, yes, the supply is low when we've a smaller pool of properties to I suppose um try and achieve from but we we like by word of mouth is ma our main word of business and we just it's it's a thing that's absolutely in our office from spoken about from one end of the morning to the to the end of the end of the evening is basically we have got to give the service and if we don't give the service to that client we're not going to get the repeat business so um we yeah it's a smaller pool of properties for sure but we are getting um definitely getting a stronger um percentage of those properties due to the service that we provide so that's our growth that's all we can have control over we don't have control over unfortunately over the um the wider uh demographics that we have have been dealing with so i suppose it's our it's our duty to get as much as we possibly can within that pool and that's actually growing so it's a sign that the actual business is definitely growing with the sense that if we're if we're increasing if we're increasing our numbers of properties set, selling in in a in a in a pool of properties that is decreasing then you know we're we're certainly providing the service
You know, um, I, I love when we do have the conversations that bring the business of a state agency back to it being a service business, because, of course, it is. And the technology around it, the means of, um, you know, how people want to consume not just your informa information about your, your brand, but also about your company has really changed with um, the online portals and social media. And it's just it's different from maybe the traditional things we used to use while your shop front window is still important and your signage is still very important. Uh, the word of mouth is a huge aspect. And, that, and I think that's increasingly so when you go into rural areas. So with that in mind, was that something that was, uh, is that something you considered when you were thinking of the, the new partnership and the rebranding? Was that that established brand, the word of mouth, were you happy that what you had could withstand a rebrand? Yeah, again, I suppose it comes back to better together. Like um, it's a wider pool of people, it's wider connections. But also um, I'd have to say that um, I've dealt with property partners, as I said, since 2016, find them a brilliant pool of people. And um, like we bounce off each other a lot and they're a very good brand. And I suppose bringing that brand to the wider area of Galway as well um, is probably the, the main the main aspect as well of the partnership as well just to try and grow it from those er in those areas and like we are we are trying to hire um, licensed agents at the moment we have advertisements out so I suppose it's to deal with that expansion that we are actually natural we actually just had a natural progression there a natural expansion so it's to deal with that that I needed the support and help to to allow that to grow I suppose it was growing and we just needed to come together then to make to allow it to grow because look I have a busy I'm you know outside my professional life I have um three young kids and don't want to miss um out on the younger years of their lives and I needed a bit of support and I knew that Claire would be that support that I would need and um we both recognized that we'd be better together yeah, I, I think the be better together is just is just such a good way to position it. And, you know, I suppose in the spirit of uh, growing while continue to offer that um, the service that is the hallmark of your brand, yeah, you know, I, how you deliver the service is really only one side of the equation. You know, consumers, uh, whether they're buying or selling or renting uh, or interacting with your services in any other way, that's the other side of the equation. And we know that consumer expectations have really changed over the last number of years. And coming from uh, the background with I Am Sold and, and watching the, the digitization of the property transaction uh, from 2009, you know, how have consumers shifted or how have you had to realign maybe your services uh, from 2009 to, to, to 2024? Yeah, we've, um, I suppose, integrated a few new um, IT um, software packages um, that have helped digitize ourselves. And I suppose there's different demographics then that you have to take into account as well. Um, in terms of the consumers, some might be of a older clientele and not as willing to to go online, etc. But uh, we do embrace technology, and it certainly makes life a lot easier in other ways. Uh, but there'll always be a level of a state agency which needs to be personal. For instance, like the majority of our buyers are first time buyers, and uh, you know a lot of them are non nationals as well, and they like to have the process explained in person. It's a, a massive choice or a massive decision to make. 
And then, you know, it'll be sometime down the line, they may decide to sell and hopefully that relationship that we build with them face to face will stand its test of time down the line when they do decide to sell. Very good. So then in terms of education, the marketplace, because we know that first time buyers today are so clued into understanding um, what's going on in their marketplace, understanding property prices, understanding trends. How important is social media um, for you to to educate maybe the your future pipeline of buyers and sellers? Yeah, so we embrace the social media side of things, and I'd like to think we're we're relatively good on that standing. Um, we were over the last few months doing what we called high five videos every Friday, whereby we'd um provide some, I suppose, information and changes, the likes of the um vacant homes grant, um or the new legislation on the um, property buyers bill that's coming into force, hopefully, in the future. So, yeah, it's very important uh, to keep connected, give information and um, be, I suppose, seen and it's brand awareness as well. So, um, you know, before we finish up today, I, I'm always very conscious that um, a partnership, whether it's a work or personal or friendship or whatever it is, you know, generally partnerships tend to be uh, people augmenting each other. Um, so, uh, and I hope this is an unfair question to ask, but, I, but I'm genuinely curious. So, Claire, what kind of skill set does Emma bring that you think kind of augments what, what you can do in the workplace? Uh, so, yeah, Emma is probably more progressive. Uh, sometimes I feel like I might pull the reins a bit to say <laughs> she'd have, have big plans. Well, look, we both have big plans, but uh, yeah, she's certainly very... Um, very enthusiastic and driven. Um, so yeah, I think we balance out quite well on one another. Um, you know our strengths and weaknesses. For instance, I suppose uh, Emma be particularly uh, skilled on the lettings and property management side, and I'd sway more towards the valuation side. So it all just works and commercial as well. So we do have this saying in um in that work that we come out. She comes out in a rash when we mention letting, <laughs> and I come out in a rash when she mentions commercial. So <laughs> commercial value, good team. <laughs> so that sounds really good. So Emma, I I have to give you the the same opportunity. Like, what do you think Claire brings to the table? Maybe that you wouldn't. Uh, that might have been your strong skill set. Oh, she definitely brings more structure to the place, uh, to the, and she is very much about the service as well. So, um, but she definitely brings more structure and, you know, put in systems there that is making the place a lot more efficiently run. Um, but she's a very good, like everybody that has a relationship with her, and I suppose that brings it to the other uh, side of the thing, why, why, why went into partnership? Um, a lot of people do kind of request the, you know, can I can I speak to Emma initially? And once I got them into touch or connection with Claire, and they got to develop the relationship with Claire. They were ringing me back. Can I speak with Claire, please? And they didn't want to speak with me anymore. So it was more that I had to get her as well, like that she's just as important to the business as I. And, you know, to try and get that um, across to people that and, and when when the name is above the door, it's a little bit easier. And I speak, you know, to speak to one of the other one of the directors as well. Because a lot of people want to speak to the actual the top owner. So, um, yeah, very much so. She, she creates relationships like I don't think ever in my years. Um, since 2009 that I hadn't actually stepped foot in every single property that I let or say are sold or, or had any relationship with until um, Claire came to the business and just dealt with the property from the get-go and rightly so because she was well able and more able uh, if I might add and yeah there's just certain parts of it that of the business that I like you know commercial valuations come in and I'm like oh my god Claire please will you just do this and she'd be she it's, it works well because she'd be much more efficient at it time-wise 
and likely saw something come in the letting um she would just gladly hand it over (laughs) (laughs) that sounds it it sounds like you have a really good division of labor kind of naturally falling where you're both kind of using your own skill sets so i suppose final question um you know for for people who might be thinking of buying and selling across uh, Mayo and Galway, you know, why why should they now look towards property partners, uh, Gail and Glynn? It's you now because you're now. <laughs> <and then. laughs> uh, well, look, genuinely, we have a very hands-on approach and uh, we deliver a very good service, to be fair. And we are seen and known to be getting prices uh, well in excess of guide and, and in excess of market values um so i suppose obviously that's people's main aim is to get the best possible price but we have proven results that we do really deliver on that and portray the properties in the best light but really good you know professional photography and it is put out there to i mean a much larger pool of people given i suppose our crm and our systems that we have in place and it's just that like i suppose in today's market as i said there about auctioneering changing all the time and it's changing all the time. The sense that people think now it's very, it's oh, it's very easy to sell a property, and yeah, they're they're right in the way that it's very easy to sell a property. It is, it is all, it's you know, it's our job to make sure that they, that person gets the most that they possible can out of that investment, and that's so basically. And there's a lot of factors to it, um, and as we just touched on, you know, the social media aspect of it is huge now. And we've we'd have pool people said that they saw that this property on our you know and had it eventually drew I mean it drew them in. Whereas you know obviously you need your portals and all that as well. But we've uh, gained an awful lot on our social media, and we really try and enhance that all the time. But it's just that auctioneering is evolving. It's not about just putting anymore. It's just not about prop putting the property, whack it up on the internet and put a sign out the side. You just have to provide that service and provide. I think as well there's a lot of people out there that have been looking from uh, like for are looking for a property and it's very sad to see that they're looking for a property for months and they need it brought they need a flexibility brought into their lives now that they're be able to be shown the property at six o'clock on the friday evening or they want to see it on saturday we've been both known to go out in the viewings on sunday to avail we don't like doing it now I'm not i'm not opening <laughs> for a book for, for sunday but yeah. we do we are we provide a lot of flexibility and i think people just need that now they're just they've they might might have we've, we've we you know we come into contact with people that have viewed up to 50 properties and getting time off work and that for that manner is just not possible so we do offer flexibility we service the property very very well and when we get when we get along it's about getting as much as we can obviously for our client but also providing the service to the people that have been uh, i suppose in, in a lot of turmoil trying to find a property in the in the recent times yeah yeah, uh, look, I, I think that's a very um, compassionate approach and one that's really need, needed because this is, you know, while it might be our everyday business for other people, it is one of the top three most stressful events in their life. And, you know, it's just so important to be cognizant of that. Um, but look, I'm really excited uh, for you both and I'm genuinely delighted about uh, the coming together and the new brand. I think it's really exciting. And I think it's a really exciting time in the in the property industry as well. And I think it's a really exciting time for, for the West of Ireland and for rural Ireland in general. So I'm excited to see uh, what you do. Thank you so much for being so generous with your time today. Very best of luck. Uh, congratulations and the very best of luck going forward with the partnership. 
That was Emma Gill and Claire Glynn of Property Partners, Gill and Glynn. My thanks to producer Katie Tallon and to the production team at Hear Me Roar Media. Also, thanks to our, our show sponsor, DAF.ie, Ireland's most visited property website. And finally, thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Property Roundup. In the meantime, please be sure to check out all of the other Irish and international real estate and construction shows here on iProperty Radio.